This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Michael, I know that we introduced a question in our last podcast saying that you know we were going to deal with something, but we've got kind of an urgent question that's been thrown at us. You and I both have been fielding questions like this from various people in ministry for some time. So here's our question. My adult son told me that he is gay and in a relationship. How do I respond? It's a great question. And let's set a baseline together. If you're listening to this podcast, um, you need to know kind of where we stand on the subject. And uh, our our conviction is that the Bible teaches uh, that acting out in homosexual relationships would be sin. Uh, The Bible, we believe, also teaches that any marriage that is outside of the context of a man and a woman would also be sin. And so we would take more of a conservative view on this. So maybe you're asking the question, or you're listening to this and you don't agree with us, well, you're, you're probably not going to agree with the rest of this podcast. That's probably correct. Yeah, and so if you're listening to this and my hunch is the person asking the question has a more conservative view on this. They believe that the Bible teaches that homosexuality is a sin and especially homosexual marriage would be not something that's supported in Scripture. This is a really, really hard circumstance. Um, as a parent, you have all of these expectations around who your sons and daughters are going to grow up to be. And especially if you love the Lord and you believe that Scripture teaches that sexuality is, should be reserved for the context of marriage, when you see your children living outside of God's boundaries for that, it's genuinely difficult. But there's really no way to prepare for the conversation when your son or daughter comes home and says, um, FYI, Dad, Mom, yes, I'm, I'm gay. And by the way, I'm dating somebody. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if they come home and just say, I'm homosexual. But at that point, maybe in most parents' brains, they think, okay, we can deal with this. Mm. What does that mean? Are you going to be abstinent? Are you going to submit your sexuality to the Lord? Uh, On the other hand, if they come home and say, I'm also in a relationship, this is a a level of commitment to this that is really, really hard to undo. Yes. The son or daughter has already wrestled through the initial urges and now has been making actions, behavioral changes to act yeah. out on those. Yeah, so let me just share, uh, if you're a parent listening to this, just probably anybody needs to know this information. So we've dealt with, um, personally, I've dealt with uh, three families in our church who have navigated this issue. And it's interesting because the conversation, and they're actually three sons, and the sons came home and uh, after years of dialogue, put the parents to an ultimatum. And it was weird when I heard the first story. And the second story, I was like, hmm, third story, there's clearly a trend going on here. And then then I started asking different pastors and people like, hey, is this something you've seen? And actually, this is becoming a thing. So here's what happens. The sons came home and they put an ultimatum to their dad and mom and said, you have to accept this and Mm. publicly affirm it or we're done. No more communication, no connection, no nothing. Our relationship is 100% over or you're 100% in support of this. Well, the line has been drawn pretty tight. Absolutely. And so what's happening is 
the homosexual community, the LGBT community is basically creating a movement within mm. itself. And the movement, mm-hmm. they see themselves as the next civil rights movement. And so your social atmosphere, your friends, your culture is telling you that you need to abandon your family for the sake of people's sexual rights and that you need to cut these people out if they're not willing to support you. And this is something you have to you have to take one for the team, if you will. Yeah. And it's interesting because uh, a number of people are now doing this. The deeper they get into the community, the community is saying, if you're going to be a part of us, then you need to abandon anybody who is not mm. 100% for you. This is actually getting a lot of steam and momentum, and it's deeply concerning. And so parents who sometimes don't even know their sons or daughters are gay, the sons and daughters are coming home, and what they don't realize is that they're about to be given an ultimatum. Now, sometimes yeah. the ultimatum it comes out a year or two later, but the deeper somebody gets into the community— parents should expect that this actually is going to be coming upon them. And it's an impossible situation for moms and dads. You love your son. You love your daughter more than anybody could even possibly understand. You love God more, though. And you can't get out and say, I believe homosexuality is not a sin just so you can preserve relationship Mm -hmm. with your son or daughter. And what's unfortunate is that in the LGBT community, they don't understand that for a Christian— Love does not equal agreement. Yes. That is actually one of the saddest— And that's one of the demands from the movement. You have to love me and accept me equally. You can't love me and reject my choices. Right. And you know what? I mean, my wife is married to a dude, me specifically, (laughs) uh, and she does not like— Everything about me. I've got Mm -hmm. sinful tendencies and patterns. She doesn't agree with some things. Doctrinally, sometimes we're not always on the same page. I mean, the essentials we are. You know what I mean? But we have differences. Mm -hmm. She's got a brain and a mind of her own. But agreement on everything has never been a condition for love. If so, it's conditional and it's weak and there's no Mm -hmm. foundation to it. And yet, unfortunately, on the more liberal side of our culture, the liberal movement is saying conform or we're done. Yes, You'll see this happening in very extreme ways in the LGBTQ community to moms and dads and families, right? But you do see this in a larger, this is a liberal agenda, if you will, which is agree or you're a bigot and we're done with you. You need to be eradicated. And unfortunately, as it pertains to the moms and dads in this circumstance, I think one of the things that they need to do in their hearts is set apart Christ Mm -hmm. as Lord Mm -hmm. first. My job is to honor the Lord Jesus Christ. My job is to lift him high. My job is to be faithful to his word. And his word also is very clear that our attitude and posture is one of love. Mm -hmm. And so just because you believe something to be true does not justify an unloving behaviors towards somebody. Unfortunately, you can be as loving as you want. And if you don't agree with them, everything you do is bigoted. Mm -hmm. And there's sort of a catch in this whole context. So when I hear this, that my adult son is gay, that's one level, but he's also in a relationship, which means he's all in, which means he's in the community, mm-hmm. which means he's being mm-hmm. inundated in this you know, ideology. This is going to get really, really, really challenging. So let's kind of take maybe a, a shotgun approach to him. And like, okay. if, if you have any, any kind of general thoughts on the why or the how, like we can go into this. But here's the first one. Uh, how do I respond? I think the first way to respond is not be in shock and awe. No, because as soon as you react in a repulsive or a judgmental tone or attitude, you're already putting up walls that you don't want to put up in order to continue the relationship with your son or daughter. Yeah. Andy Stanley says, do I want to make a point or do I want to make a difference? Right. 
and how you respond in these conversations is going to be really, really important. I think a second level of this is to understand that for you, sexuality is an idea, and for them, it's an identity. Mm. And so this is way bigger than just, a, is homosexuality a sin or is it not? This has actually become, especially if they're in a relationship, you're dealing something with which is so a part of who they are. Yeah. It's like somebody coming to you and saying, unless you reject Jesus, we can't be even in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I won't speak to you. Like, that's how close that's how it high, feels. High of a shelf issue it is. Absolutely. So for the Christian, our identity is in Christ. And unfortunately, for those who are in the LGBT community, all functionally what happens is their identity is who they're attracted to. Yes. And so to understand that this is not an idea. And if you want to debate the idea, you're going to lose the, mm -hmm. the bigger picture here. And if the person is willing to engage the idea— that's one mm -hmm. thing, okay? But here's something that I've learned that's been really, really hard. I've never met a parent or heard of a parent who has been able to change the mind of their homosexual son or daughter. And it's sort of like a prophet is not welcome in his hometown, you know that? You know, so mm -hmm. it, it's one of these things that the Lord is going to have to bring other people into that discussion. You getting angry, you getting yelling, is, you getting yelling, you getting angry, <laughs> you yelling is not going to change their mind and their posture. The Lord is going to have to do that probably through other people. Yes. And also to understand that you're going to want to deal with the idea and you're going to want to say, how do you justify it? You're going to want to open up scripture, especially if there's somebody who claims Christ. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you that is not going to be a productive discussion. If they're at the point where they're already in a relationship, they've already dealt with that and they're past anything you're going to be able to do with them in that moment. Okay. So here's what we know. We know that if you have the gay homosexual son in a relationship and you have the conservative Christian parents, here's what they both know. The homosexual son knows that the parents aren't going to change their mind. And the parents, deep down inside, they know that he's all in yeah. to his sexuality. The question is not, how do I change their mind? Because you're not going to change their mind. Somebody else will change your homosexual son's mm -hmm. mind with a massive amount of help from the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, yes. right? The question now is, how do we relate from here on out? Here's what I would say. Christian parents need to stop arguing and yelling and slandering and gossiping and all the other dumb things that we're tempted to do mm -hmm. when our children don't mm -hmm. meet our script and our expectations and all that kind of stuff on the one hand. And on the other hand, we have to learn that love is not rooted in agreement. I can love my son. I can spend time with my son. I can uh, pray for my son. I can encourage my son. I, I can listen to his uh, emotions on various different issues and engage him as a real human being. Um, he may believe the most important thing about him is his sexuality, but I'm not going to buy into that, and I'm not going to treat him as if it is. I'm going to acknowledge the reality of it, but his identity is that he's an image bearer, and uh, we want him to be reconciled to Jesus Christ through faith alone. And so as a parent, I, I think what we just have to understand here is that you won't change him engage him, love him, agreement. Love is not contingent on agreement. And yet, if I could have a word with the man who is a homosexual in a relationship whose parents are believers, I just want to say to you the same thing, that love is not based on agreement. Yes. And your community, though, will demand of you to make a decision eventually. And if it hasn't yet, just give it time because it will. And I, I just want to challenge the person who is a homosexual in a relationship with Christian parents to understand you're not going to change their mind. And you can make a point, but you will not make a difference. Yes. And unfortunately, the most important relationship you're going to have ultimately is going to be with Jesus Christ, number one. Number two, there is no more formative relationship than your mom and dad. You don't mm -hmm. get another one. Um, yeah. You can try to replace yeah. them, but by, you know, th these are your people. I would just say, don't play the game. Don't play the game. Who you are attracted to does not need to be 
more valuable than your family. Yeah. It would never please God if a son or daughter is willing to literally cut off their parents because they don't agree with who they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in this circumstance, both parties will have to agree that I will stop trying to change the other person because both of them are going to require a massive heart change by God if they're going to change. And God's not going to change the people that he agrees with. <laughs> you know? right. So someone's wrong and someone's right. And the only way that heart is going to change is not by arguing and debating and a million no, other things. that's not going to work. The only way the heart is going to change is if God changes the heart. And so what I would tell both sides is you have to stop trying to change each other. You have to understand that your identity is bigger than your sexuality. And that family, the blood bond is deeper than who you want to have sex with. Yes. If you can agree on those things, you can have a powerful relationship. Unfortunately, what I see is that the Christian subculture more and more is permitting Christian parents to be in a relationship with their homosexual sons and daughters. But the liberal LGBTQ community is not permitting that more and more. I think the burden is mostly on the homosexual son here if there's going to be a relationship. At the beginning, you debate ideas. And again, I would just say, stop that. that You're just not going to change minds. But depending on this family, how committed were they to biblical principles And if they were deeply committed to biblical principles, I think you can go with your son or daughter who says they're gay and and, and say, hey, explain to me why you would reject what we believed as a family for years. Yeah. So hold the thought. The ideas can be discussed in certain contexts. But what parents want to do is they want to deal with it first. You can't argue these. Yeah. This is at such a high shelf level that you cannot argue. But You can have conversations, Mm -hmm. and if the parent addresses it as, explain to me what brought you to this. And we both agree that, yes, some people have a predisposition for this, but that does not mean that they should act out on it. Some men are more masculine, and some men are more feminine by nature. Yeah, the fall is broken every part of us, how we think, how we feel, our sexuality, our identity, heterosexual, homosexual, everybody's broken, and we all have— broken desires and wants. I think if you go into the conversation with asking questions, tell me what brought you to this point. For years, our family has agreed that this choice is not according to his word. What brought you to this point? Now, the challenge is if you ask the question, you need to listen And not argue. Yes. That's the hard part is you already have a a developed idea about what the Bible says. And probably their train of thought for you, the Christian, is going to be inconsistent, illogical, emotional driven. And you can't have the conversation by arguing their every point. You've got to listen to what your son or daughter are saying. You've got to keep that relationship paramount. Now, what you and I have talked about here is theoretical. Let me give you a real life situation in my family. My dad's youngest sister, 20 years into her marriage, very committed family, very committed Christian, three children, loved God, loved Jesus. 20 years into marriage, she makes an announcement to her husband and to her family. I have been living a falsehood. Hmm. I have a girlfriend on the side, and I want to end this marriage and divorce because I am a homosexual. Hmm. Now, her parents, her mom and dad, very committed Christians— Many of her brothers and sisters, very committed Christians, were living the very question that this listener is asking. Mm -hmm. Okay, how do I deal with our daughter now coming out, my sister coming out saying, I'm homosexual, my wife, my mother? How do I deal with this? These three kids 
grew up in Sunday school. They went to VBS. Every indication, they love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And now they've got a mom saying, hey, I'm a homosexual and I'm divorcing your dad. I'm going to move in with my girlfriend yep. and you guys are going to live with your dad from here on out. How do you yeah. then address and deal with, this is your mom, this is your sister, this is your daughter. Yeah, what's hard about that is that in that context, there is divorce and abandonment and the dissolution of a covenant. Yeah. It's interesting because everything hinges, like your responses hinge on whether or not the person who is a homosexual declares to be a Christian. Yes. And if they do, I think it's harder. Yes, I think so too. Because now, why is this Christian abandoning the teaching of God's word? Right. If we want something bad enough, we really can't convince ourselves of anything. And unfortunately, again, all I can do is say it from my perspective, I find no biblical evidence whatsoever to support the context that homosexual attractions are God-ordained. You know, right. I have found that if you, yeah, if you want anything to be true, you can find a way to justify it. And it's just so hard. I, let's just get some high-level stuff yeah. here, right? It hurts. It hurts deep. It hurts them too. Yeah. They know you're letting them down. Uh, no son, no daughter wants to let their mom or dad down. Yeah. And no mom or dad wants their son to be or daughter to be in sin mm-hmm. at all. Number two is understand for you it's an idea, for them it's an identity. And understanding that the only comparable thing that somebody could talk to you about in this way would be your faith. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is the role, the position that our culture has elevated the homosexual sexuality. It is your ultimate pinnacle identity, the most important thing about you by and large. I think a third thing is that as a Christian, you are going to have to pace yourself and ask God for an incredible amount of Mm self-control and patience because arguing is not going to change anything. I love what you said. Ask a lot of questions and then keep your mouth shut. Yeah, keep your mouth shut and listen let them talk. Yep. There are some even bigger ones, which is if they're not a believer, understand especially that the only way someone gets saved is by hearing the gospel and when the Holy Spirit opens their eyes. Right. And so arguing with them will not get them saved. Uh, I would also say a final thing is you need to pray that the Lord would bring into their life a counselor who is a Christian or a third party who is a Christian that can deal with the ideas and more, like especially if they're a believer in Jesus and they profess Christ. Understanding that as a parent, you're probably not going to be the one to change their mind. If their mind is going to change— It's going to have to be someone outside. So just release yourself from the burden to fix them, if you will, because that is the temptation. I think Mm -hmm. I can fix them. Mm -hmm. If they could just hear this, I could get it in their their skull, and and typically it's going to be an external person out of your family that's going to be the one to, to do that. Now, the next question, which, you know, we can deal with on Monday is, uh, how do I handle the person coming to my house who is in a relationship with my son? Yeah. That's a whole separate issue Mm -hmm. that I think we need to deal with separately just to keep these discussions apart from each other. So listeners come back and we will deal with that question next time.